This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Hey everybody, it's Rob, and this is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. This week in Awesome, a monkey. <laughs> um, my good friend John DeLuna... Uh, everyone knows him from RFC proper and also the RFC mini cast. He was the one that got the break news, uh, cause he got his, uh, TFCC fan club magazine before anyone else, um, of the teasers for the subscription service 5.0 toys. Now it's funny cause 4.0 isn't starting anytime soon. So I wonder when they're going to open that up. I uh, hopefully soon because I want to get in on this, and I'll tell you guys why. The teaser image was two toys. Uh, Paradron Medic made from RC. Surprise, surprise, with a Minicon, uh, our target master, which is cool. And then, and then, and then, Pretender Optimus Prime. Guys, about crap my pants. No, wait, I think I did. Um, <laughs> not literally, but I... Um, Little 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 uh background here. If if you've been around the fandom long enough to have a clue why the Pretender Optimus Prime is a big deal, or I guess if you've got uh enough uh know about I guess about the old Pretender Optimus Prime, um there was an unreleased gorilla shell, pretender shell that was uh, previewed at a BotCon a long time ago as an unreleased uh, Pretender shell. And it was allegedly the Pretender Optimus Prime toy. Now, that Pretender design got made into Oil Master last year uh, because as part of an e-hobby story, they made Pretender Oil Master based on that shell. Well, using that brand new Oil Master Pretender shell from last year's BotCon... And the Swerve Mold, with a brand new Optimus head and repainted to be Optimus, they repainted that shell into being that red and uh, copper armored uh, Gorilla Pretender shell. And it's got Optimus inside of it, so it's the it's a homage to a never-released toy, the uh, Pretender Optimus Prime. And the Target Master comes with it. It's IQ. How cool is that? That's really rad. I've wanted that Pretender monkey from since, like, forever <laughs> um the 90s maybe geez yeah that was in the 90s wow uh i've been wanting that toy that long i really wanted oil master because i was like hey that's the closest we're ever getting to that monkey toy and you know for all we know it was going to be oil master because that was the character that e-hobby made up for it. i think that was andrew hall who made that character up but seeing that, I flipped my lid. Now, the first two subscription services I was all in for. The first subscription service, I was like, oh, I'm pretty tempted, I'm tempted, yeah, yeah. And then I saw Ultra Mammoth, I'm buying this. Because Ultra Mammoth was something I had wanted since Beast Wars. I had wanted a Ultra Magnus made from the big convoy mold. In fact, so much that I had been considering from time to time from commissioning somebody to make me one. So, of course, I was all in on that one. The second subscription service... Every single figure was something I wanted. So, of course, I subscribed. Now, the third one, I wasn't so big on. I only wanted CarZap, so I didn't bother. One day, I'll buy CarZap. I can take my time. It's no big deal. You know what I mean? Combiner to 4.0. I like that combiner, but I, I just don't You know what I mean? If it was like a regular retail toy, sure, I'd buy it all day long. 
but at the price and the subscription service, I just passed, you know, no, 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 no big uh, chip on my shoulder. No other reason than just, I just didn't want to spend the money. I see this one and I'm like, yeah, I'm spending the money. I want that. I don't even know what the rest of the figures are. And funny enough, thinking about three, the three O subscription service, the bonus figure was Night Racer, and I was like, well, crap, I'd have liked that Night Racer. So I wanted Carzap, and I guess I would have liked to have that Night Racer. So I wonder what all the other figures in this one will be, uh, which is funny because they won't probably won't show us any more until they get closer to opening the subscription service, which I guess will be fall, because that's generally when they uh, do this thing. And that's fine for me. It gives me time to prepare, because if... I just said the microphone, excuse me. Uh, for um, you guys that know, they usually it will either let you make payments of 100 and something and three installments, or you pay it all up front. Just to keep it easy, I might just pay it all up front because while it's easy to make uh, three payments of 100 and some change over a six-month period, almost a, that third payment is almost, it's not quite a year to the date of the first payment, but it's pretty close. You know, it's yeah, it's pretty close to a year. It takes you to pay to three hundreds, and I could I could pay do that in my sleep. You know what I mean? But I might do it all up front just to get it out of the way. But man, I want that gorilla. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm already I'm already uh like blanking out three hundred dollars that I'll be spending in fall for one toy. <laughs> and like, well, I hope the other ones are nice. I mean, the Paradron Medic looks nice, I guess. And I'm saying that being that I've never, I, in fact, in all honesty, I think I'd have preferred the Paragon Medic to be available at retail. Uh, not just because it looks like a retail figure, but I'd have rather had that than RC. RC is a cool character and all. But Lord, <laughs> I'm, um, I mean, there's been a plenty of RC toys, so I guess I've already got my fill of RC, I guess. But Paradron Medic has been kind of like odd repaints and what have you. So that would have been cool to buy that at a store. I don't know who the rest of the figures are. No one else does yet. I'm sure they'll show us something at BotCon. So, excuse me. Um, I don't know because I just saw the uh, progress bar here on Audio Audacity hang up once or twice when I was recording this. But apparently I had a little pop-up at the bottom of my screen for one of my... Uh, programs that called some updates and was letting me know and I didn't see it so if there's a little glitch or two in the audio there I apologize also in awesome news other than the TFCC club thing <laughs> subscription service which I'm all in for 5.0 um I forget the name of the company but one of these third-party groups has made a uh, homage to the canceled Beast Wars Neo Unicron toy that was another toy I really want. Oh, excuse me. I don't start burping while I was talking. I just ate breakfast. Um, had a steak, egg, and cheese biscuit from McDonald's. I love McDonald's breakfast. Um, in fact, let me take a drink of my orange juice. Mmm. Orangey. Um, I forget the name of the group, but they're making a, a third-party homage to the unreleased Beast Wars, Unicron, Beast Wars Neo Unicron figure. That was one I I wanted that bad. Not just because at the time, a toy of Unicron was unimaginable, basically. And we started seeing those prototype images. We were all like, yes, yes. And what a Unicron. It was just so badass looking. And then, of course, it never happened. 
Now, the Armada Unicron was a great toy, and almost, and I say almost everybody was really happy to get them, me included. I even got the uh, Black Energon repaint. That was a great toy. I really wish I would have got that uh, uh, 2010 version that uh, Takara did, and then later was an Amazon exclusive. I wish I would have gotten that one, just for the new head mold, because it did look better, but that's a great toy. You know what I'm saying? And you know what else is a great toy? That uh, Cybertron Deluxe Unicron, where he's, uh, you know, he's like supposed to be representing a less power version of Unicron, less power, less powerful version of Unicron after his defeat in Energon, where he's just basically alive in a smaller body. But it was a really cool toy. Like it just looked awesome. You know, he turned into this spaceship that was kind of, kind of like a, kind of looked like a crab. And you know, the robot mode was great. It was awesome. You know, it would have made a good, um, uh, um, if not like a fictional use, if Unicron was still in his planetoid mode, planetoid mode, wow, uh, in his planet mode, and he used that little body as like an avatar to represent himself, you know, because, you know, when, when you're that big, you can't just go appear in person, you know, <laughs> you just, there's a giant planet and a booming voice. Oh, here he is. You know, that would have been a great use of that toy, too, fictionally. Well, that was a cool toy. And uh, this third-party toy is... And, you know, I, I, Andrew uh, Diecast on RFC Proper said it doesn't really match current third-party um, aesthetics. And that's great, because it's not supposed to. It's supposed to look like a toy that, that almost came out 20 years ago. And it pretty much does it. It's not exact, because... I'm pretty sure they would get some problems if they made an exact copy of it unlicensed like it is. But it's pretty close, and it looks great. I'd like to get it, but, man, you know, that thing is going to be expensive. So I'd, I'd, it probably won't happen for me. But, man, whoever gets it, I am jealous. You got you guys are lucky. That thing looks great. Hopefully it actually comes out, though, because from what I understand, that same group made a Thunderwing that they advertised for a while, and it has yet to show up. That's the thing about these third-party toys. Some of them are out like clockwork, and then these ones that are really crazy, far-out concepts that I really get behind, nothing ever happens. Maybe if I stopped liking them, those ones I want would come out, you know? Anyway. Excuse me, I'm yawning. Uh, let's get to... The questions and awesome portion of the show. How about that? The question and awesome, uh, the Q&A thread um, portion of the show. The thread is exclusive to Talk Transformers. It's a Facebook group. It's the best Facebook group. It's the best place to talk Transformers on the internet. And maybe in the galaxy. You know what I'm saying? So if you use Facebook, and you know you do, and you're not a member of Talk Transformers, join. Just Just join. You know, and, and if you don't really like to use Facebook, you can just make an account and not use Facebook and just use the groups. A lot of people do that now. And like I said, I noticed there's an app now just for the groups. So you can just, you don't even have to have Facebook proper. You can just have the <laughs> groups app and do that. You know, Facebook really came up with a good um, system for, you know, message boards with their groups thing. And it really works well. It's really easy to use. And I don't think anyone has disliked it unless they just had a problem with Facebook, you know, and there's people like that. I don't get it. I really don't, but I guess you can't get everyone. Anyway, 
every so often I'll pop a thread up saying, hey, I need more questions for Q&A. And people will give me questions. They'll give me talking points. They'll just give comments, you know, just stuff they want to talk to. It's like we're having a prolonged discussion. It's a different way, I guess, of doing the Q&A thing for a podcast. But that's the way I do it. And everyone seems to like it. So I'll keep doing it. So while I've been blabbering, I am pulling up the thread that I have favorited with that. Here it is. You know what the funny thing is? I've yet to figure out how to delete old favorited uh, threads. So I just got like a stockpile. <laughs> Here we go. This one actually is also from JT McGill. Cool dude. Um, asked last week's question, and he asked this one right after. I don't know if he intended it to be a to go with that question last week or a standalone question. So I'm answering it as a standalone question. JT asks, also, dumb created Dinobots versus strategic war-torn shockwave battling Dinobots. What is your f preferred canon? I think he's asked me which is my favorite version of the storyline. Uh, excuse me. Um, you know, I always say Beast Wars is my favorite cartoon, because it is, but it's part of the G1 storyline. And it's part of a version of the G1 storyline that's like an like an amagram of, of the cartoon and comics. And I think that's what I like best is that sort of combined of the comic and cartoon storyline. In fact, I'll say my version of canon that I prefer. One more drink of orange juice. That is delightful. My favorite um, storytelling setting has been the 3H comics comic setting. And it followed... Uh, sort of a combination of the cartoon and comic book uh, storyline going on to the future, including the Beast Sagas and stuff. And of course, you know, I had a Primeval Dawn, which was like a sequel to Beast Wars. And then the Wreckers comic, and then the uh, Transformers Universe uh, storyline, which took place after Beast Machines. You know, I really like that stuff. I love the... Uh, um, you can probably find it for free online to read it, and I suggest you do. Reaching the Omega Point. That was a, um, it was a, this was when 3H ran BotCon. For one year, one year, uh, they had a, actually a couple years, they had, they would have an ongoing storyline. <clears throat> it would go each year being continued, you know, and the whole Omega Point thing took a few years, and they did like little, Ape Link had their journals online where he was, the events he was seeing and like there was a, a play that tied into it like a, a, a screenplay a screenplay a voice actor uh script <laughs> a reading where it played into the whole storyline and of course you know the last bit of the story was a comic in uh 2000 where it all wrapped up but there was this chaptered almost novel uh sized uh prose fiction called reaching the omega point that was amazing. I love it. I mean, I absolutely love it. And uh, I've went so far to print it out and have it bound so I can read it as a book whenever I want to. And I think it's on a... Uh, what is that site? It's not botcon.com. or it, it was the old botcon.com site. And I don't know if it... I don't think uh, the current botcon site will redirect to it anyway. Like It might have an archive page. That for a while they had botconbeyond.com that had all this cool story elements and all that. But you, you could search it. They're reaching the Omega Point because the Hartmans and Glenn, you know, 3H put it all up online so you could read it after the convention. And I suggest you do because it was just, oh, this is a great read. I loved it. And I loved their whole setting with the, 
like the record storyline, all that. And I think some of that's up for read too. And, uh, I think they, they finished it off, uh, fun publications did. So in their pro section is, uh, the, the finishing off of that. And, you know, in all honesty, I like a uh, fun pubs fiction too. And I, I can hear a couple of boos, but boo that, you know, I really like their stuff too. It kind of, kind of comes from that same place as the three H stuff do. It's like, this is made for a certain type of fan who would pay hundreds of dollars for a toy and go to a convention. You know, it's so good. I've always really liked it. And, you know, IDW is doing great right now. And as much as I enjoy reading IDW comics and all that, they just don't hit that vibe with me, you know, that the 3H stuff did. Now, you know what uh, that came out that does reach that or scratch that itch? Regeneration 1 felt like, um, you know, I loved Regeneration 1. It was what, exactly what I wanted. I was a, I'm a big fan of the Marvel uh, G1 comic and, you know, always wanted to continue. And it did continue after so many years with Regeneration 1. Um, I'm always sad that it cut off G2's exploits. I wish it would have picked up after the G2 comics because... As far as comic book stories go, the Marvel G2 comic series is still my favorite. I can read it over and over. I love it. But with Regeneration 1, you know, it wasn't exactly the same. You know, it was a little different. And it was a little more hardcore. You know, it just, it, it, was, it was a little different than, you know, the Marvel comics. And to me, it's always felt like it was a convention story. You know, it felt like something I would read as a, as a comic printed out at a convention, you know. I really liked Regeneration 1 also. I think the only thing I didn't have as much fun with was the uh, Scorponok storyline. And I did like that still. I just uh, wish it was a little better. That, that, I think that was the only weak point for me as all. I know, I know it had its detractors, but I'm not one of them. I had enjoyed that comic and was very sad to see it end. And um, I think that's me answering your questions, JT. Uh, my favorite canon is the 3H storyline. That I can read that over and over, and I've always really loved it. So thanks for your question, JT. And everyone, please join Talk Transformers. And uh, next time I pop up that thread, you can ask me a question there or give me a comment, you know. And uh, if if you don't want to wait, you can just contact me directly. You guys know how. It's year 2016. I don't even have to tell you. But in case I need, you need to know where to find me, you can find me on Twitter and read my blog on Tumblr. Both are can be found at RoboRobSpringer. That's RoboRobSpringer on Twitter and Tumblr. Being Awesome is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find us at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And the podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, um, I think Podomatic. Uh, you can download it off the site. Pretty much any way you can download a podcast, you can get Being Awesome. You know, it's funny. I walked to my computer room to record this uh, today. And while I was doing the video version of the show, I would constantly comment that I really need to clean up this computer room. And now that I'm doing an audio-only version of the show uh, for basically a better quality show, you guys have missed me. I've actually have been cleaning this room up, so I'm only got to... A little bit of a mess still. I've been putting stuff up on these shelves. It's starting to look great in here. I'm really happy with it. Plan to stay in here for for a little while, maybe two, three years. So <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I'm not worried about moving in a year. You know what I mean? So I'm going, going balls to the wall with this and having a lot of fun with it. 
it's nice having a man cave. It's like, this is my nerd room. You know, it's really cool. Um, while you're at tfradio.net, please check out our Amazon links. So next time you need to do some shopping through Amazon, please go through those links. It's an easy way to support the site without paying anything extra. Trust me, it's an awesome system they got built up. I, I can't recommend it enough for other podcasts and fan sites to use. It's a great way. It's a great way to support, help, basically help cover your operating costs without asking for money. You know, you don't. It's awesome. It's being awesome. This was being awesome. Now I'm Rob. And thanks everyone for listening. And I, I still don't know how to end this. So I will see. <laughs> what do I say now? Poop. You know, it's Valentine's Day this weekend. Now I'm taking the lady out after I get off of work. I got to do a little work on Saturday. But I'm going to take her out. And we're going to have a nice little date night. And for all you guys, guys and girls out there. Hope you guys have an awesome Valentine's Day weekend. And if you're single, hey, I hope you just have a good weekend and stay positive. So, everyone, see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Uh, I was about to say wham, bam, but that's a long removed theme song. Now we use the Transformers, the QTF theme song, and I think it's a little bit better. But wham, bam, anyway. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer.